Welcome to the English with Kirsty podcast from www.englishwithkirsty.com. Here I'll be sharing with you tips, information and other learning resources so that you can improve your business English. Welcome to English with Kirsty, and today's topic is filler words. So these words that we add to our sentences to make us sound a bit more natural, to help us fill the space when we're trying to speak, but we're just thinking about what we want to say. A lot of people say things like um or um like or so or you know or all these things. Um, I say so too often when I'm presenting or right, <laughs> but. A lot of the time we do it without thinking and it makes our speech sound more natural because we're not reading from a script if we're just speaking naturally. We're talking, sometimes we don't even know what we're going to say at the end of a sentence. You know, we're just thinking and speaking at the same time very quickly and sometimes we just need these filler words to give us a bit of time to think. There is a problem, however, when these become um, distracting. <laughs> so if you've got too many of them in a sentence, um, it just you're counting the ums and you're not paying attention to what the person is saying. And I think it's particularly something you have to be aware of if you're presenting to other people. In speech, you can get away with it a bit more. But when you are speaking in front of an audience or if you are giving information in a meeting or on a telephone conference, then it's really important to think about your delivery, both in terms of what you're saying, because you need to give people good information, but also how you're delivering it. And the reason that this came up was because I was watching a YouTube video of somebody talking about something. What she was saying was fine. The information was good. But she used like so many times. I counted 17 before I had to stop watching the video because it was too distracting for me because every couple of words she said like. And I don't mean using like in the normal sense. Like, um, I like dogs. I don't like that. I don't want to sound like that. All these kind of things. That's okay because that's like in the, the normal sense of the word. But we also use it to say things like, oh, he was like really late and... I thought like, why did you do that? Or, you know, people add like in all kinds of places. And yeah, sometimes it's fine. It's not the end of the world. Some people say you should never do it. And I'm not going to say that because it's just part of speech. Um, but if it becomes too much, like I was like really surprised and like, and like, like, and it just gets too much. It's too distracting. So you probably don't notice that you're doing this. If you're someone who does this, like might not be your word. You might have a different word. It might be um all the time or it might be, you know, all the time. Some people say, you know, so many times it can also drive you crazy. Um, it's different for different people. And I think it's like, I don't know, adding salt to a dish a bit is OK. But if you put loads and loads in, then it's horrible unless you're somebody who likes that, which I can't relate to because I think it's horrible but anyway you know, a bit of something is fine but when it gets too much it's annoying and distracting so a you don't want to annoy your readers but b you don't want to distract them so they're more focused on counting your you knows or likes than they are on what you're actually saying because that's not the reason why you're talking to them so why do we use filler words 
there can be different reasons. As I mentioned before, it can be to give you yourself a bit of time to think about exactly what you want to say. Like if somebody asks you a difficult question, you may want to pause. And if you pause, they might think you didn't understand or start talking again. So you don't want them to speak. You want to be speaking, but you haven't got your answer yet. So sometimes it's, it's helpful to do that because you make them wait for you to finish. And they know that you are thinking and that you have understood the question. You just want a bit more time. we can use to soften something. So if, if somebody says to me, do you want to come for dinner tomorrow? And I just say, uh, no, <laughs> no, I don't. Or no, I can't. That sounds very abrupt. It's like, oh, well, you didn't even want to come. You just said, no, you can't. Like, you, you don't care about coming to dinner. But if you say, oh, um, no, sorry, I can't. I've got something else on. It's it's just a little bit more, it's a bit softer and it, it breaks it a bit. It's not such bad news, not so harsh. Sometimes we use them when we need to process information. So it's a bit like when you're thinking about the answer to something, but it's you're thinking about it in your own head before you formulate your answer. So maybe you haven't quite understood. So you're working something out. So you can say, um, so, okay, so that means that, and it's a bit slower than normal speech. It means you're working out what it means in your own head before you say what you think it means or what you think should be done next. So again, it's buying time for you while you work out what this means for you or what this means for your project or what your response is going to be. And sometimes people do it to fit in, to sound like the people around them. And that is when I would advise to be a bit more cautious because, again, it can get too much. And then if you start doing it somewhere else, it's one thing to do it with your friends. But then if you do it at work, then it's very hard to keep that going if that's not how you usually speak. And also you might get known for it and maybe that's not what you want to be known for. So I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's a totally normal thing to do in speech. The person that I think, I think the person that I was listening to that was doing a lot was just really nervous. I think that was the problem. She was, maybe she, I don't know how long she's been creating YouTube videos. I don't want to judge that, but maybe she finds it stressful or nervous. And that can be another reason because it's, you're not so sure about what you want to say. And I don't want to pick on this person, which is why I haven't linked it or anything, because she was just, you know, doing her best. And, but it was just an example that made me want to talk about this to my podcast listeners and blog readers, because it, it's totally something that people do. Native speakers do it all the time. And I think if you think about your own native language, you'll notice that people do it there as well. There may be different words, different sounds in different languages, but everybody does it. It's just something to watch out for if you're doing any kind of public speaking that you don't do it too much. And I include myself in that as well, because I know I do it sometimes on the podcast. And it's something that I'm very aware of because I don't want to do it all the time and I don't want it to be distracting for you. So I hope that's helpful. If you want to have a look at the blog post I wrote about this, it's basically the same information. But if you want to read through it again, you can do that. It will be linked from the show notes page, which for this week is englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast slash episode 136. And you can also message me on there. There's a contact form or you can send an email to podcast at englishwithkirsty.com. And Kirsty is K-I-R-S-T-Y. So have a good week and have fun learning English. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the English with Kirsty podcast. 
If you have any questions or comments, my email address is kirsty at englishwithkirsty.com or you can go to www.englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast where you'll find information about the individual episodes.